That's right, Trump's running for a third time. Uh, here he is making the announcement from Mar-a-Lago. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. Yep, Trump wants to make America great and glorious again, or as they'll now be known, Magaga. <laughs> Lady Magaga. We did that joke first, um, and that was uh, more original at the time. There. Another poacher, they're poaching all over the place. Uh, a, uh, and uh, again, the propaganda network of the Democrat Party is inescapable. It is ubiquitous. It blankets the nation and the media. National Panhandler Radio. You know, the Republicans... You really ought to defund National Panhandler Radio. It is the most elaborate propaganda network ever set up by a political organization anywhere in the world. Well, happy uh, Thursday to you and welcome. Tomorrow is Friday. And uh, interesting, I keep hearing people saying that the last couple of weeks have been long weeks that uh, last week, which was election week or the last week in election season. And, but it's not really because we still have a whole bunch of House seats that are undecided that we haven't uh, figured out. Now, the uh, various news organizations yesterday, including Fox News and CBS News and the Associated Press and MSNBC and CNN, they've all declared that the Republicans have achieved 218 seats in the House of Representatives. Therefore, the Republicans will control the House. Now, it uh, took long enough, but the Democrats are still counting in, I believe, six races that are still outstanding. And um, the news media is good with that because, you know, the longer the count goes on, the more probable it is that the Democrats are going to win. Have you noticed that? It, uh, if it goes on for uh, a month. They're talking about Thanksgiving. And uh, they're talking about Thanksgiving proudly where we may still be counting on Thanksgiving. Isn't that great? They think that's just skippy because, you know, uh, the longer the count goes, the more likely it is the Democrats win. Uh, but they will not have control of the House of Representatives. The Republicans will have a very slender margin uh, in uh, the House of Representatives. And then, of course, there's the Senate. And uh, they got, you know, that uh, that crazy person. He's a terrible person that that uh, he's uh, the senator from Georgia right now. And he has a terrible checkered past and a checkered record. He ran over his ex-wife's foot during a domestic abuse call uh, to the police. When you're a Democrat, that's okay, though. You know, Ted Kennedy killed that woman, and then they ran him for president. So, you know, the Democrat Party, they like to have a certain elasticity when it comes to morality and, and abusing women. You know, Joe Biden assaulted Tara Reid. We have Tara Reid audio, don't we? We have Tara Reid doing the only interview she ever did. And then the media hit her in the back of the head with a shovel, uh, put her in the trunk of an El Dorado, uh, brought her out to the desert and buried her in a, in a shallow grave. They had a shovel and a bag of lime in the back of the Democrat mobile. Pretty amazing times we're in. No doubt about it. Uh, they're still going to, after uh, President Trump was caught on the NBC video, you know, the audio that was talking to Billy Bush, whose career was destroyed because he was there, right? <laughs> and he didn't respond with indignation like Matt Lauer would have <laughs> and Mark Halperin. 
Uh, my best girl and I saw Mark Halprin in the airport uh, <laughs> a couple of days ago, and I looked at him, and, and he sort of leered. He sneered a little bit, and, and he was sitting by himself in a nearly vacant wing, the A-terminal at uh, uh, Ronald Reagan Airport in Washington, D.C., and uh, I did perhaps say loud enough to hear, I wonder if he's groped anyone today. Do you think groping people in the airport? Uh, Mark Halpern, you know, the Democrats, they grope people and they grope people. And, and it's OK because they like groping, you know, it's like uh, blazing saddles, um, you know, rape, rustling, murder and rape. You said rape twice. I like rape. That's a blazing saddles line. And, and the Democrats, uh, they're sort of the living embodiment of, um, of that line in blazing saddles because, boy, they're just sexual deviants. Uh, extraordinaire. And they've taken it to all new levels, truth be told, Um, including this transgender stuff. We've got trans news today because there are a lot of Democrats out there and they love the whole gender dysphoria thing. It's it's it is their bag, baby. They uh, they really have uh, a lot of confusion. But uh, that's just scratching the surface today. Inside the White House, months of prep work for a GOP investigative onslaught. That's the headline from CNN, an onslaught. In fact, the uh, House Republicans today said they're going to hold a press conference. Uh, it might even be during the course of this show. They're going to hold a press conference, the Republicans are, and they're going to talk about their Hunter Biden probe or probes. I tell you what, if you stumble across a Hunter Biden probe, you should probably give it a real good scrubbing before you touch it because, you know... You never know where Hunter Biden probes have been. You have some idea, but uh, you don't really want the details. You just want to get some, maybe a can of Lysol uh, for starters, and then a a napkin or something before you touch it, because Hunter Biden probes. But they're talking about that, and we've got uh, Kevin McCarthy. He, um, 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 you know, uh, succeeded in one vote yesterday. He's not Speaker of the House yet, but he's well on his way, and he's already mispronouncing words, misusing words, misphrasing things because he's going to be the Speaker of the House. He's not much of a speaker, but he's going to be the Speaker of the House. And we've got audio for you on that. We've also got uh, Katie Porter, who uh, should have her children taken away from her, the Democrat Congresswoman from California, where they're still counting in a bunch of races. Uh, Let's see. Uh, One goes into two, goes into three, goes into four. Democrats are not very good at their gazintas. And uh, they're still counting in a number of races. But Katie Porter, you may recall, who terrorizes her children with the climate apocalypse. She defeats Republican challenger Scott Baugh. It only took, you know, a week uh, plus of counting the ballots, you know, because it's not about the votes. It's about the ballots. It's a completely different thing. And uh, Katie Porter, she's the one. She's the one that her nine-year-old daughter believes that uh, the earth is, you know, it's a terrible thing. The earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. That's right. That's what her, she told her daughter, the earth is on fire. Well, her daughter told her, but I think I know where she heard it. And then, Michael, how did that make uh, her nine-year-old daughter feel? And I asked her how that made her feel, and she said it made her feel angry. Made her feel angry. See, it made her quite angry because she's a future psychopath being raised by a current psychopath who is a freshly re-elected Democrat member of the House of Representatives from California. Pretty amazing stuff, I got to say. But uh, she's coming back. 
which is good because I want to see how the kids turn out, you know. She says she's got three kids. It's too bad that uh, Jonestown in Guyana isn't still available to them because I think a lot of them would be very much at home in Jonestown. That's That was a socialist uh, heaven, you know, Jonestown, Jim Jones and the uh, Temple of Doom. They uh, that was a that was a socialist utopia. They started out in the Bay Area, San Francisco. Uh, speaking of which, the NBC News local station in San Francisco, we uh, played some of it for you yesterday. They are calling into question not only the Pelosi family story about the uh, alleged home invasion, but the the Department of Justice's version of events, the latest version of events, which does not marry up, according to NBC News, with the police body cam video and uh, other sourced versions of the events that night. Uh, We're being lied to about it. Now, why would they lie about that? What's to lie about? Why the cover-up? This is not a conspiracy theory. I'm looking at Uh, News account number one, news account number two, news account number three, completely different. Take your pick. And now we've got news account number four from the NBC station in San Francisco. And uh, there's a lot to not believe here. I'm a lot more curious than your average journalist. That's why I had to leave journalism so I could, uh, uh, you know, and CNN and tell the truth. Remarkable stuff. Speaking of which, did you know that the Republicans got nearly 6 million more votes than the Democrats did in the midterm elections, yet somehow uh, just barely eked out a victory in the House of Representatives and did not win the Senate with more than 6 million more votes than the Democrats got? Isn't that amazing? And there's a lot to talk about there because uh, there are some funny numbers out of Arizona, for example. I know we're not supposed to talk about that because math is a big problem in today's world. And um, you got to look out for, uh, for math. Math is a big problem with Democrats. But there are all kinds of interesting questions about, for example, Arizona. Let's look at uh, Carrie Lake versus Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs, the Democrat, eked out a victory. Now, she's the Secretary of State who's in charge of overseeing the election and the way that ballots are collected and and counted. And uh, there were a number of irregularities, particularly at conservative polling places where the machines weren't working. So they put them in drawer number three and then brought them in a box down to a place where the Democrats would count them. And then the Democrat won. Right. But Kerry Lake was the Republican candidate. Katie Hobbs, the Democrat candidate. Kerry Lake on Twitter for example, had uh, and has more than 1.1 million followers on Twitter. Katie Hobbs has 148,000 huh, followers on Twitter. On Facebook, on Facebook, Carrie Lake has uh, 214,000 followers. And on Facebook, the Democrat Katie Hobbs has 11,000 followers. 11,000 followers, right? Carrie Lake on Instagram, has uh, 370,000 followers. And the Democrat Katie Hobbs has 6,287 followers. So naturally, the Democrat won the race. But the Democrat, you got to understand, was in charge of the election and the way that things were done because, you know, when you're in charge, again, it's the old Joseph Stalin axiom. 
It's not the votes that count. It's who counts the votes. And it only took a week or so. And then, uh, gosh, the Republican was ahead and the Republican was ahead. And then uh, last minute, the Democrat in charge, Secretary of State in charge of the election and the way the votes are counted. And oh, what a surprise. She eked out a victory for governor of Arizona. Fascinating. It's kind of amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, indeed. So that's uh, yeah, but uh, I can I can assure you the news media they have no interest in any of that at all, none whatsoever. And also, you get six million more votes, six million just shy of six million more votes. And then you look at the uh, scorecard. Uh, the Democrats won twenty four governors' races uh, so far, one in limbo, uh, and the Republicans won twenty five. But the Republicans lost two state governors, uh, and the Democrats gained two states, uh, two governor's mansions. And, and gosh, but the Republicans had six million more votes. That's interesting, isn't it? And in the Senate, the Democrats have 50 seats that they've secured and the Republicans only 49, but the Democrats have six million fewer voters across the country and still doing remarkably well. The, uh, in the House of Representatives, 218 seats to 211 seats right now, and uh, with six million more votes. That's interesting. If we had a news media, I wonder what they would have to say about any of this. Kind of, uh, kind of interesting. That it's math. These are math quizzes for everyone. Remarkable stuff. So, uh, but you just don't say it like, you know, you can't claim that the election was stolen like Hillary Clinton did or that the election is going to be stolen in the future like Hillary Clinton did um, or like that uh, terrible, awful Raphael Warnock he is apparently, he was saying yesterday, it kind of sounds like he's saying the election is going to be stolen, right? Just like um, Stacey Abrams, the former Georgia governor. Can we call her former governor? Because she, she pretended to be a governor for four years. She said the race was stolen from her, but she's not an election denier. And Hillary Clinton's not an election denier. And the DNC chair, Terry McAuffle, who denied the 2000 election and still does, the 2004 election and still does, the 2016 election and still does. Um, but he's not an election denier either. Nancy Pelosi, we also have Nancy Pelosi. She's expected to make an announcement allegedly today uh, because she's no longer going to be the Speaker of the House. She won't have the Air Force jet to bring her home to San Francisco for rice aroni every weekend or whatever it is they serve now. I think we know it would be impolite to say here on the radio. But she's not going to be speaker anymore. What will she do? What will she do? Well, I've got a, uh, I've got a hypothesis about this, and that's coming right up. We are at 888-630-9625. There's only one Chris Plant, The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant inviting you on our 2023 sea cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. We've got Ron DeSantis. Oh, yes, uh, we've got Ron DeSantis uh, audio for you today. Uh, The news media is trying to pick a fight between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. That's their role, representing the interests of the Democrat Party. But let me talk about Nanny Pelosi. Nanny Pelosi is no longer the Speaker of the House. And as Speaker of the House, she was getting an Air Force jet ride back to San Francisco 
uh, for weekends and any time she wanted to go, and then back to Washington because she's very important. No more, no more. I guess she's going to have to get a friend's private jet, Gulfstream jet, or she'll have to fly commercial, God forbid. Uh, but here's what I see happening with Nanny Pelosi. She doesn't have to do anything or go anywhere. She doesn't even have to be the minority leader, uh, the Democrat leader in the House of Representatives, and it looks like she's not going to be because uh, she doesn't want it. Pfft, you know, that's beneath her. Don't you know who she is? And uh, her father was the corrupt mayor of Baltimore a long time ago. Uh, things are going well there, and and because uh, it was some time ago. But here's what's going to happen with Pelosi. She'll, because uh, all this talk of becoming ambassador to Italy, uh, her father was uh, Italian, and, you know, she's kind of Italian. And, and uh, it looks like that's not going to happen for whatever reason. They probably have a giant donor that they're going to give it to. Somebody gave his kidney to the Democrat Party, which wouldn't be at all surprising at this point. But Nanny Pelosi can stay in the House of Representatives as a rank-and-file member of the House, and she will be feted like a conquering hero. She'll be treated like Marie Antoinette, Julius Caesar. She will be uh, carried around Washington, D.C. by, you know, litter bearers that uh, carry her over their shoulders. The news media will send jets for her and limousines for her, and they will treat her as, and this is the, the term, I think, Speaker Emeritus. They will declare her to be the Speaker Emeritus for life. And they will treat her as though she's the real Speaker of the House. All right, her, her status, she'll have a lighter workload. She'll have to make her own way home on weekends, probably donors, private jets, Gulfstream jets, rather than Air Force jets. And that'll be fine with the New York Times because, you know, she's not Speaker anymore, they'll say, or something like that. But she will become the speaker emeritus for the news media and the Democrat Party. She will be treated as though her voice is uh, precious and important and everything she says is just as important as it was when she was speaker in the House, because, speaker of the House, because she will become speaker emeritus. Watch it happen. All right. Raphael Warnock is a radical and an extremist and and he hates America and our system of electing people. He's, uh, is he an election denier? He's kind of gearing up to be an election denier. I can, based on what he said yesterday, it's like Hillary Clinton is denying the 2024 presidential election. Now, that's a clear indication that she's planning on running in 2024, isn't it? This is The Chris Plant Show. Ah, yes. Uh, so many news stories. Poland, Russia, Ukraine. The House of Representatives, Nanny Pelosi, Hunter Biden, will at long last be in the news. But, you know, uh, the, what will happen when the Republicans go to investigate Hunter Biden and all the associated corruption? The news media will attack the Republicans because the news media is pro-corruption. Democrat Party corruption. They're very anti-Republican corruption, and, and so am I. Uh, but the, uh, you know, the news media. Uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. We are at 888-630-9625. And I got a Chicago story for you. I got election stories for you. I've got, uh, gosh, the uh, so many amazing stories. Let's go, to, let's go to Ross, calling from Olney, Maryland. Ross, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thank you. You bet. In their 
in the feeble attempt of the Washington Post to say that really nothing was going on in Trump's home, and the fact that Nancy Pelosi is leaving them, and the Democrats have lost the House. Do you think that the Washington Post story might be a beginning of the newspapers trying to get people to read them, looking at all of the corruption that's been going on? No. By the House of Representatives? No. One, one word, one syllable answer to that, no. No. And I know what story you're talking about here. You're talking about the Washington Post, and I mentioned it a couple of days ago when it was on the front page of the Washington Post that they said the, uh, the Washington Post was getting leaks from the Justice Department, FBI, secret anonymous leaks, saying, um, you know, there's really not a lot to the, to the um, uh, classified documents at Mar-a-Lago that led to the raid of uh, Mar-a-Lago by the FBI with, uh, you know, 250 heavily armed uh, carrying AR-15 rifles. There weren't really 250, but there were way too many. And, uh, and it was all just uh, theater, uh, third world Banana Republic theater, you know, bong bong Marcos Filipino uh, uh, theater. But uh, do I think your question, I believe, Ross, is do I think this is the beginning of the news media uh, trying to get people to read them by telling the truth? And I know the answer, I think, is a clear and decisive no on that. Well, how about the beginning of the House? starting investigations into all of the things that have been swept under the rug for the last several years. They will attack the Republicans, mock the investigations, claim that there's nothing to see here, just as they've been doing for years. Now, let me, since you called in about this Washington Post story, which is now getting a bit of attention a couple of days later, and I'm glad, uh, Pajamas Media, for example, has the headline, SHOCKER! Exclamation mark in all caps. Washington Post sheepishly admits the FBI found no nuclear secrets or anything else in Mar-a-Lago raid. Now, that's the headline of the story, and it's, a, it's an interesting story for a number of reasons. And what the Washington Post, with their leaks from their, you know, deep state operatives uh, who uh, uh, secretly undermined the Republicans, and, and they blew up our 2020 presidential election the so-called intelligence community, John Brennan leading the way, the FBI going to uh, uh, Facebook executives and saying, don't let people share this true story about Hunter Biden and the laptop and the emails because it could hurt the Democrats at election time. While Mark Zuckerberg was giving $400 million to the Democrat Party uh, across the country in the same election cycle. But Pajamas Media says, you know, I'll let the quizlings at the Washington Post Spell it out. And they say, FBI agents, here's what the uh, Washington Post said. Federal agents and prosecutors have come to believe former President Donald Trump's motive for allegedly, they put in allegedly, taking and keeping classified documents was largely his ego and a desire to hold on to the material as trophies or mementos because Obama and, uh, you know, other presidents never do that, right? According to People familiar with the matter, uh, more deep state anonymous sources who are uh, leaking out after the midterm elections. Oh, by the way, that whole Mar-a-Lago raid has come up dry. It's turned up nothing. But what about the nuclear secrets that he was selling to Russia or Iran, like Julius and Ethel Rosenberg, who were given the electric chair and killed, put to death 
for leaking the nuclear secrets. And that's the story that they were building up, right? So Pajamas Media writes, in other words, Trump was keeping souvenirs, as everyone does. Funny how the Washington Post sat on the story until after the midterm elections, right? But wait, there's more. The Washington Post also said, that review has not found, this is the FBI Justice Department review, that review has not found any apparent business advantage to the types of classified information in Trump's possession. But what about the nuclear secrets? Why aren't they mentioned in the story? These people said, these people, they got these people telling them the story. And if you can't trust these people that the Washington Post is talking to, the, that's the same these people that uh, told them every day for three years about Russian collusion and then told them that the laptop was, uh, was a lie and that 51 intelligence officials signed on to a letter with a giant lie that they perpetrated against the American people on behalf of the Democrat Party. And the, uh, the Post continued, these people said, uh, FBI interviews with witnesses so far, they said, also do not point to any nefarious effort by Trump to leverage, sell, or use the government secrets. Instead, the former president seemed motivated by uh, uh, more of a desire uh, not to give up what he believed was his property, these people said. But wait a minute, what happened to the nuclear secrets and the selling and he's a traitor and it's treason? Because that was the initial story leaked by the FBI. And you remember the FBI, they went in there and they, they put on Melania's clothes. Remember that? They spent a lot of time in Melania's closet. We're not sure they put on Melania's clothes, but you can only assume with the amount of time. And she had very, very nice clothing. And uh, it could be very desirable. And, and we know that uh, all Democrats are uh, either transgender or they're transitioning to uh, becoming transitioning transgender people from Transylvania. But the, the uh, FBI took those classified cover sheets and they spread them out on the floor and they took pictures of them and they distributed them to the press because they were building a corrupt prosecutorial narrative, a prejudicial narrative in the public eye, right? And, the, and because they want the public to see this and come to conclusions that Trump is real bad and he's got nuclear secrets and he's going to leak them or sell them. What, sell them, right? I mean, this is so insane, so unhinged. Not only did the FBI not find any nuclear bomb codes, but they also found no evidence that Trump was looking to leverage, sell, or use government secrets. So Trump wasn't selling nuclear secrets on Craigslist, after all, pajamas media rights. Who knew? Everyone. That's who. And that uh, likely indicates that the Department of Justice uh, 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 and the FBI, you know, they, they got nothing. They've got no, there's nothing to see here. Now, ju just to, uh, we've got some, because uh, um, this was a big deal, right? Big, huge deal. Um, classified documents. Needless to say, the Washington Post wouldn't admit that Trump uh, has nuclear secrets for sale. Um, and it was uh, honestly the, the flap doodle, as they call it, was the latest Hail Mary pass to send Trump to prison. And it proved to be another flaxed member of the Get Trump orgy. They, uh, they threw the, the idea in, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 just threw it out there because it's juicy and the news media would go with it, right? And then the Washington Post said, people familiar with the matter cautioned that the investigation is ongoing. 
Yeah, so is the Kennedy assassination and the Lindbergh kidnapping. Uh, that no final Jean Benet Ramsey, no final determination has been made, and that it's possible additional information could emerge. It's possible additional information could emerge that the FBI is working for the Soviet Union, but uh, but never mind that. Yeah, I know it's a Soviet Union fellow. <laughs> Thanks to Ronald Reagan. So the uh, Washington Post, that information could emerge, and it could change their understanding of Trump's motivations. Sure, it could. How many years do you think that'll take? FBI. We need to fold up the FBI. We'd be better off without a federal law enforcement agency of any kind. Uh, I'll take my chances with al-Qaeda rather than uh, the FBI, honestly. But they said the evidence collected over a period of months indicates the primary explanation for potentially criminal conduct was Trump's ego and intransigence. Now, that's what the story has become, right? Now, with that, I want to remind you of Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton. You remember her? She says that the uh, 2016 election was stolen. She's an election denier from way back. But I want to go back to a, a Wall Street Journal piece from uh, August 28th of 2022, the Comey-Clinton document standard and Trump. When Hillary Clinton kept classified information on her private email server, the Justice Department and the FBI let her off. Isn't that interesting? No midnight raids, no, uh, no none of that. You may remember that um, then uh, FBI director, uh, uh, J. Edgar Comey, and he's a uh, terrible, horrible person, J. Edgar Comey was, was testifying, and he was actually asked by a Republican, not a Democrat, about the Hillary Clinton classified because she claimed there was zero classified information on her, on her server and in her emails, and that was a gigantic, fatuous lie. From the group of 30,000 emails returned to the State Department in 2014, 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. Now, uh, so wait a minute, but Hillary Clinton said that she had no classified documents, yet she had hundreds of classified documents, and there was no uh, midnight raid with rifles and body armor and all that good stuff. And then, of course, J. Edgar Comey, who smoothed things over for Hillary Clinton, and the Democrats are still angry because they didn't smooth things over enough at the FBI. And uh, then uh, J. Edgar Comey was testifying before another committee where uh, specific questions were asked. Good morning, Director Comey. Uh, Secretary Clinton said she never sent or received any classified information over her private email. Was that true? Trey Gowdy. Our investigation found that there was classified information sent. So it was not true. Right. That's what I said. Okay. Well, not I'm, really. I'm for a little shorter answer, so you and I are not here quite as long. Snake Secretary boy. Clinton said there was nothing marked classified on her emails, either sent or received. Was that true? That's not true. There were a small number of portion markings on yeah, I think, small three number of the documents. Of, so she lied and lied and lied about her classified information on her private server where State Department business was being done, vulnerable to Russian attacks, to Chinese attacks, to North Korean attacks, to Iranian attacks, to anybody attacks. And, uh, and now, you see, she gets a pass from the, uh, you know, the Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. And uh, J. Edgar Comey, and now Christopher Wray, who uh, is still pretending that the biggest threat to America is, you know, Americans that serve in the military and uh, work as law enforcement. 
and pay our taxes and, and act like normal people. But we live in a crazy time. Boy, do we live in a crazy time. Yes, sir. So the, uh, honestly, the, the, the Washington Post uh, finally put this story in. Ross, and I, I talked about it a bit two days ago, and Ross says, well, is this the feeble attempt by the Washington Post to start telling the truth? Uh, the answer is no. It's a uh, feeble attempt to salvage their horribly tainted reputation as journalists, right? And that's all. But the Washington Post said, well, wait a minute, what happened to the nuclear secrets? What happened to stuff for sale to foreign governments? What, what happened to nuclear codes and, and nuclear, nuclear, and all the scare stuff? That And again, who put that out? Well, the news media put it out, but who gave it to the news media? Anonymous sources in the intelligence community and anonymous sources at the FBI and anonymous sources at the Justice Department who feed this stuff to the news media on behalf of their party, the Democrat Party. And then the news media puts the stuff out with their spin on behalf of their party, the Democrat Party. This is what information dominance is all about, right? And then we've got the, uh, the story out of, uh, out of Ukraine because Volodymyr Zelensky was out there insisting that the, the missile that landed in Poland, or two missiles perhaps, that landed in Poland and killed two Polish citizens out of the blue... Uh, Volodymyr Zelensky was insisting that those were Russian missiles and NATO had to respond. NATO had to act, right? And it uh, turns out that's not true. The uh, front page of the Washington Post today, but Volodymyr was out there peddling this. It turns out they were Ukrainian missiles that went into Poland and killed two Polish citizens. Had they been Russian missiles that went into Poland, now a member of NATO, and killed two Polish citizens, members of NATO, then NATO might be required to respond militarily against Russia. And Volodymyr Zelensky was pushing that on all of us. Now the front page of the Washington Post, missile hit in Poland is deemed an accident. Now it's an accident because, you know, it's a Ukrainian missile. But uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, and now we're going to give him another $37 billion, more than $90 billion this year to Ukraine after Ukraine funneled millions of dollars to the Biden family. Fascinating. Isn't that interesting? And the Associated Press, they got a leak from the intelligence community, another anonymous person, saying it was a Russian missile. The U.S. intelligence community uh, edging us closer to global thermonuclear war with Russia. On behalf of what, Ukraine? Was Ukraine paying off intelligence officials too? What kind of soup kitchen is this? We're at 888-630-9625. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Now, uh, this uh, big story broke that we were on the brink of uh, Joe Biden's Armageddon and nuclear war. It was, uh, you know, nuclear war toe-to-toe with the Ruskies. As Slim Pickens said in Dr. Strangelove. And uh, we were this close. I'm holding my index finger one inch over my thumb. To nuclear war with Russia because Russia fired missiles into NATO nation Poland and killed two Polish citizens. 
and we had to go to war because Article 5 of the NATO Charter and then uh, Article 4, which is uh, slightly less hysterical. And Volodymyr Zelensky, who we've sent tens and tens of billions of dollars uh, to wage war against Russia, uh, feathering the nests of the military-industrial complex, the Democrats, members of Congress. Uh, we're paying through the nose as taxpayers. Volodymyr Zelensky with a translator. What we warned about a long time ago happened today. We've been saying this. Terror is not limited to our national borders. It's already spread to the territory of Moldova. And today, Russian missiles hit Poland, the territory of a friendly country. To fire missiles at NATO territory, this is a Russian missile attack on collective security. This is a very significant escalation. We must act. All right, so this guy, we must act. He's not a member of NATO. Uh, and uh, it's terror. And what about Moldova? The, the mouse that roared. Uh, and NATO, we must act against Russia, uh, one of the world's uh, leading nuclear powers, Volodymyr Zelensky. The longer Russia feels impunity, the more threats there will be to anyone within reach of Russian missiles. To fire missiles at NATO territory, this is a Russian missile attack on collective security. Yeah. This is a very significant escalation. We must act. We must act. Again, well, that is not what happened. But he's trying to drag us into war with Russia and nuclear power. And uh, the Associated Press, American news organization, Global, how an anonymous source raised a false alarm of a Russian strike in Poland. The Associated Press removed, like NBC News on their Paul Pelosi story, a flawed report, to say flawed is generous understatement, about Tuesday's explosion in Poland, which is now believed to have been caused by an errant Ukrainian missile. And uh, where did the Associated Press get this uh, false information? Here's their story. A senior U.S. intelligence official said Russian missiles crossed into NATO member Poland, killing two people. Another anonymous intelligence official... The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.